0: Last week's homily uh, essentially created, or I sought to demonstrate the distinction between fairness and justice, right? So life is not fair, God is not fair, but God is just. Life is not always just, but God is just. And of course, this first reading kind of backs me up today. You say that the Lord's ways are not fair, you know, that sort of thing. So anyway, Sunday we had Burrito Sunday, right, which was fantastic. And then the next day, I got this uh, text from good friends of mine who I've known for, for 30 years, and they told me about their two sons. They said the younger son uh, had, a, had a donut, so he brought his burrito home. And the next morning, the older son was eating his burrito. To which the younger said, that's not fair. To which the older son said, life isn't fair, didn't you listen to Father John? So you're welcome, all of you older sons and (laughs) daughters. The distinction today, I think, that the Lord is presenting to us is a distinction between hypocrisy and repentance and fidelity. Hypocrisy on one hand, and on the other hand, one who is sinful but has a conversion, right? And so, Uh, The chief priests and elders are asking the Lord, uh, of course, they're always just trying to trip him up. They're always trying to get him to, uh, in some way, uh, invalidate himself or just say something wrong so they can criticize him some more. They're fault finders. They're those kinds of people. They're always gonna try to find something wrong with something. Um, And so the Lord goes to them with this little parable or this little story Um, about sinfulness, right? Because they were really hard on sinners. They were just terrible to people who weren't doing things perfectly. And the Lord kept talking about mercy, and he kept urging them to be more merciful with the people. And they just could never really get it through their heads. They were just so rigorous. So he gives this story of, you know, the father who tells his son, go out and do your chores, and the son says, no, I don't want to, but changes his mind and goes, he sins first by saying no, because he's disobedient, but he changes his mind and ultimately does what his father asks. The second son says what his father wants to hear, sure, I'll go, but never intended to do it. And so sins by number one, basically lying to his father, and number two, by not you know doing his father's will. The first son who said no but changed his mind is like these tax collectors and prostitutes. What the Lord is saying is, those people know that they're sinners. Like, you don't have to tell them they're sinners, they already know they're sinners. But when they heard the word of the Lord, they had conversion and they're trying. They're trying to be faithful. That is different than people who don't know they're sinners and they say what God wants to hear, the Father wants to hear, with no intention of ever doing it. That's much, much worse. That's hypocrisy. And I I think sometimes, uh, perhaps other people, and and maybe ourselves, get tripped up on the distinction, the distinction between a hypocrite and just your regular run-of-the-mill sinner. Somebody who goes to church and then, you know, throughout the week fails, is just a Christian. They're just what it is to be a Christian, to be a Catholic. Somebody who knows where the truth is, knows where goodness is, and tries to do their best, and then they fail, and they sin, and they repent, and they come back. That's just Christianity. That's just what it means to be a son and daughter of Jesus. The danger is the one who goes to church, presents themselves as, you know, kind of, Doing everything the right way with no intention of of following through. That's a hypocrite. That's different. And I know, you know, sometimes people maybe who are away from the church, they, you know, they like to criticize, you know, Christians who fail. Christians who fail are really just Christians. (laughs) Really, it should be implied in Christian failure and sinfulness because. That's simply what it means to exist. There's only one human being ever created who never sinned. And she already was assumed into heaven. And we are not her, of course. So every single one of us are sinners. And what the Lord, of course, would hope is, as he said before, I've come for those in need of a physician. In other words, he wants us to be clear. Okay, I'm a sinner. I am a sinner. I'm saying that personally. I am a sinner. And I know you're sinners. You know, look, the secret's out. (laughs) Secret's out. Now we all know we're all sinners. Okay, well, what is the Lord looking for? And even me as your pastor, what am I looking for? I'm just looking for you to try. I'm, I'm looking for effort. Effort is so much more important than success because we'll never be fully successful with this stuff in our lives, not here, not in this life. I mean, we'll have success. We'll grow in virtue. We'll grow in holiness. But a lot of times it happens even kind of beyond our recognition. It just sort of happens as a process throughout life. But I really believe what Jesus is looking for, and and so it's, I believe, what I ought to be looking for as your pastor is just try, just try. Put in the effort. You know, um, one of the big things that comes up all the time for me is is people who don't go to church and don't do anything, but then they want stuff from me, usually my signature. And so the first thing, do you go to church? This is just about money. No, it's not not about money, but it is about church first. Do you go to church? Well, look, if you go to church, I will bend over backward for you. I'll sign just about anything you want. Almost. But if you don't go to church, I've got nothing to work with. I, I mean, what am I supposed to do with nothing? And, and so I don't wanna put myself on the same level of God. Pleasing God is more important than pleasing me. But I do think that that's what the Lord is looking, he's just looking for effort because he already knows. Again, the secret's out with him too. He knows we're sinners. He knows we leave here and right away in the parking lot, we're already sinning. He can hear your language in the car. (laughs) He knows, it's not a secret to him. Um, So, and it's not a secret to any of us, you know, judging by your response, right? Okay, so, so fine, that's who we are. We're people who are fallible, we fail, but are we trying? That's what we need to be doing. The effort is so, so important. Because if there's effort, God has something to work with, right? He's got something he can work with. You think about that with anything else. If you're a coach and you're teaching somebody uh, to play a sport, if there's no effort, you know, there's nothing you can do without that, that kid. But if there's effort, you can teach, you can instruct, you can mold, right? You can help because there's something coming toward you. And it's the same with God because we're like God. So if there's effort, and you might wonder, I, you know, look, Father, I'm a crazy, horrible, terrible sinner. Well, you know what? You're here. So thank God you're here. And if that's you, fine. You're here. You're trying. You might say, I don't know how to be a dad. I'm, I'm basically faking it my whole life. That's most of you, because you've told me, don't get insulted, you, who, who's, who's ready to be a parent, right? I mean, you're just a parent all of a sudden. Well, I was talking about that with some people, some of our parishioners the other day, and I said it's the same with priesthood. You can't be ready to go into particularly like the confessional and just hear all that stuff. There's no way to be ready. There's no way to be ready to be in the midst of people who are imminently dying and their families in mourning. There's no way to be ready for any of this stuff. You can try, but basically... It's trial and error, and we fail a lot, and it's okay because God made us this way. He knows that it's going to take effort. It's going to take time. It's going to to take work. So if you don't know where your life is headed, if if, if you don't have it all figured out, you're basically like everybody else. We're just trying to do the best we can, ideally. And so my encouragement to you tonight is just stay in the game, as it were, Just stay connected, keep trying, keep the effort up, even when you don't feel like it. Even, you know, you're late to mass and you're thinking I should just turn the car around, finish it out anyway. I see you coming in, that's not a secret either. And I'm glad you're here, because I know that those of you, especially with families and the parking lot and everything else, look, it's tough. So we'll be merciful with each other and we'll encourage each other and we'll just move each other forward And I think that the Lord's grace is going to fill that in and strengthen us as a community together. Please stand.